Buenas noches, San Antonio. Welcome to Puto S-A-F-C. It's Shattuck. And Clayton, Matthew, you are bringing some high energy early in the, in this unconventional way that we're, uh, that we're recording this episode. Clayton Hayden, we're on the phone, and it's going to happen, because we're going to make it happen, and maybe we'll get some satisfaction tonight. You know, we are... It, we are doing we're recording on phones in different places in the same city this isn't how we imagined the podcast <laughs> when we first started but i kind of like that it's it's morphed into into this where we can't even drive the mile and a half to each other's house but we still want to get this done i think that's a good <laughs> thing I, I i thought about it and i was like well, maybe this is maybe this is a bad thing. Maybe this means that we're just we're drifting apart. But you know what we're doing, Matt? We're keeping our relationship spicy. You know, like, hey. like <laughs> you know, like I've been told that Should... keeping the keeping 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 people on their toes is what is the key to a good marriage. And maybe maybe this is maybe this is us keeping each other on our toes. Should we act like we're strangers? Like, hey, I'm Matt. How are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Do you want me to be like the the cat burglar that sneaks in like you know or, or cable or, guy yeah cable guy yeah. i'm not gonna veer off into that territory any further do they have cable make... guys do they even have cable guys anymore can you even can that scenario even even play out like if in those types oh, of those types of movies geek squad Okay, I guess that would we'll be the leave it. We'll that, leave that it. Would be, well, and the reason that I didn't flat out use the language that I was going to use is because apparently, and I love this, we have uh, multiple listeners on the donuts. My five-year-old soccer team. That, 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 that <laughs> the kids. Yes, I was told. I was told by Coach Ray uh, this weekend at our game that uh, his son Grayson. Hey, Grayson. Um, uh, listens every week and i was like oh i'm sorry that was my first <laughs> that was my first re- and, and coach ray was like coach ray was like man you know what if that's the worst thing he hears in life then it's a pretty good thing so you know what like grayson's like you better do what coach clayton does man he will he'll yell at you and like start just cursing and talking about crazy things <laughs> yeah i guess that, that could be one that could be one one takeaway from us yeah i guess that could be that but well, let's let's set the stage, Clayton. I'm in my backyard with the lights on and the dog here and the kids in bed, enjoying um, a fine Bellhaven Scottish ale ooh, on this muggy good, Wednesday. That's a good selection. Is that for the uh, is that for the Celtic Ranger game that was this last weekend for the ninth time per season? Literally the fifth, and they play again in two weeks. But no, it's <laughs> for the closest beer I had to Wrexham, Wales. <laughs> Yeah, are you are are you going to special order some of that that Welsh beer that's their uh, or lager as they like to say that's their uh, that's their um, uh, sponsor? Um, I didn't know about that, but we should just walk over to the co- I'll, I'll go walk over to the cottage and uh, and see if they'll special order it. Maybe that's what the cottage could become. Clayton is the official Wrexham viewing spot in San Antonio. Oh, that's man, we... that's just hipster enough to work. That's you know what. I mean, and like they think about it, that's a great business plan or a great business model on their part, because with the new season coming out in whenever they have it in August or September, uh, I mean, then you can have viewing parties as well. Right. Like, that's oh, you can have nighttime viewing parties for the show. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I mean. Like, uh, that's a very hipster thing to like go to a bar to watch a TV show, you know? Yeah, that's like Portland level hipster, huh? Uh, I, I don't know about that, but. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's definitely maybe that's the reason why we were talking about last week. Maybe that's the reason why, and we were complaining about how to watch the the uh, U.S. Open Cup games. Maybe that, like, this is a sign, like, maybe why we're being kept in the shadows and why and why we'll never be mainstream because we're dorks like that. <laughs> what about you, Clayton? Where are you? I am wandering around my backyard, just admiring the the landscaping that my that the lovely Michelle had done for us and uh and now i'm wandering into the uh into the pod den to enjoy a uh some um not any kind of great liquid refreshment uh just enough to keep me hydrated because i'm uh 
I'm getting, I'm getting a beat down at work these days. So I hear, I just told my kids, man, parenting. No, no. Don't tell your kids what Clayton does for a living. Oh no. And who he had on trial on Monday. I was like, you want to hear, you want to know how this guy's attempted a robbery? Well, he stabbed the guy in the eyeball and then he took the money. And Brady was like, why did you tell me that? (laughs) (laughs) No, that's, that's nightmare city guy. You know, I was like, well, we thought it was funny because you were laughing dad. And I was like, well, it is funny. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, Matthew. Yeah. That's so, so that's it. That's the kind of stuff that I've been in, but, um, I'm staying hydrated and I'm keeping things, I'm keeping things fresh. This is a way that I, I, I keep my, uh, my head on straight and find my, my little nuggets of enjoyment during the week that I like. And, uh, yeah, here we go. Well, I'm glad you could escape. I hope that the original friend of the pod, Michelle is not too disappointed in you and no, dude, happy. I, I, okay. I, with you supporting your habit. Here's another thing. So in order for me to do this tonight, I felt like because she's been super mom this week while I've been super busy. Um, I was like, you know what? I got this burst of energy and was like, I'm going to come home. I'm going to unload the dishwasher. I'm going to get the kids food. I'm going to pick up food while they're at practice. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to put both of them to bed so that I can say, Hey, I'm going to do this with Matthew for an hour and not feel and not feel bad about it. You know? Wow. That's like a, that's like one of those, I try and teach the economics kids, like the utils of happiness. Like it's not a zero sum game. Like sometimes having more to do motivates you to do more and then you do more and it's good. Right. It's not always about maximizing utils, right? It's not always about getting as many utils as you can. Sometimes, (laughs) sometimes the quality of the util means more. Well, it's like when I go for a run, I don't know if I want to go out and then I go for a run and hell yeah, I want to go out. Cause like I got all this energy. So like you do one thing and you're like, Hey, it's fun to do stuff. Right. Like, <laughs> like perfect example. I had to make some tough choices this last weekend. Ooh. As everyone knows that listens, most of us are saying, most of them are San Antonio people. It was Fiesta week and we had a huge Saturday that, right. There was, there were parades that we were supposed to be in. There, Too was, much. Coach, there was coaching that was supposed to be done. There was SAFC games. And in order to maximize utils for me in the short term and the long term, I had to make some hard choices. And so I didn't get to march in the parade with the uh, with the with the oil barons, but I did coach two games and took care of some other some work. And but I and this is a good transition. I didn't get to go to the match on Saturday and and, mm-hmm. and I could have made it happen. I, I could have done it. But I wouldn't, it would, my, my utils would not have been maximized. I would not have, I would not have Maximus utils. You did the right thing. Cause I did those things and I did go to the match and my utils were not because (laughs) I had, I had a babysitting fumble at the last second. So I ended up having a scramble getting there late and i was just kind of on a business trip i was like i'm going i'm gonna go watch a game i'm gonna see what i see I, I need some time away from these children and i can come back home and be a better dad and that was true but i'll tell you what i didn't get into the game like normal because i got there late i left right as the final whistle blew i was kind of like the the enemy coach scouting the team i was just there to see what happened yeah i that's kind of the same feeling i had i was like i could do this but I'm not going to be real happy there. And I'm just kind of doing it out of obligation. And that's not what that, that's not what SAFC is about for us. It's not, but I'll tell you not, what, not, not about, I agree. Shout out to listener, Dave, DJ Kobasa, 90.1 every Monday night from four to seven. I sat with Dave first half upstairs and second half in his seats. And we had a great time. So there were utils, okay, but I good. wasn't my usual, uh, you know, butterfly self. Right. <laughs> I get that. Exactly. And like, <laughs> You know, um, and a lot of it is, and, and it's like we talk about this with soccer. A lot of it is about the camaraderie. It's about the event itself, not just getting to the game and watching the game, right? That, after this Saturday, I would agree. <laughs> I would totally agree. Yeah. Uh, will you want to talk game? You want to talk soccer? Yeah. Let's Good transition. Let's talk some soccer. Before we do that, you're in your shit. I'm in my shit because my AP government kids tested on Monday and they're testing Ooh. tomorrow morning for Man, econ. I hope they didn't answer guns when they were supposed to say butter and vice versa. <laughs> That's right. Tomorrow morning. Um, so I'm in my own version of 
20 trials in 10 days and I tomorrow will be a big exhale for me. I forgot that we were even going to maybe, you know, we didn't talk about the Nashville game, so I didn't prepare for that and I don't know how much you want to talk about it. Do you want to talk Nashville? Yeah, I think we I think we need to. I think we need okay. to just discuss cuz cuz the last time we created some content it was the di- it was the day before the the Nashville game, right? Or maybe on Monday, but we we hadn't yeah. played Nashville yet. And that and so we we love the Lamar Hunt US Open Cup. We talk about it. We try to publicize it, so we need to talk <laughs> about it. Yeah, so Wednesday night we played at Nashville on a stream and the game happened one to nothing Nashville. What do you think they scored about the 80th minute? Yeah, uh, Fafa Pico with a steal, scoop yeah. steal, pass across for former LA Galaxy's Ethan Zubak to get the winner. That's your game. Oh, all I can think is stream, 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 Clayton, and it's like PTSD. Yeah, I we we, we talked about or you texted me earlier in the week or whenever saying like, hey, I want to talk a lot of uh, I want to try to talk a lot of um tactics and stuff like that because I'm seeing some negative stuff, but man. It was hard to even break down that game and talk about that game because, like we talked about before, whatever BR or YouTube TV or whatever it was, whatever cameras they sent out there weren't working so good. And that was the that was the main – like, we had, like, two or three different text chains working going, <laughs> this is ridiculous. What is the problem here, man? Like, Yeah, and like, we've been – We've been watching this league for five years religiously, the SAFC games. We've been watching the Open Cup whenever it's on, whatever it's on, however we can. And of all the years, all the games, this is the worst, period. Correct? Yes. And here's the man, like, I don't know, maybe it was the first 30 minutes that it was that it was so bad, where it was just pretty much continuous about every two or three minutes that the screen would like, the screen would like, break in half and and it wouldn't even be even it would be like one would be off kilter and then the other one it was like hurting my eyes it was it was just and i think that that contributed to my agitation as well just the the physical just the way it looked the the symmetry of it (laughs) yeah i think the word is frustration clayton and i brought it up in text because saturday's game the press conference the game before after during a lot of Twitter, a lot of fans that are frustrated. So our week of frustration starts with the worst stream we've ever seen. We can't even watch the game or the that we want to watch. Or the, like, like I see, I, I think I see the parallel now. Like the opposite of frustration would be, I can't get no satisfaction. There, you know that when I'm choosing the music, I'm going to go basic because I'm a basic B in my music taste. So, but it was, boom. But, I, but I saw the I saw the theme and I saw you were getting at you. you that, <laughs> you were getting at or or am I just no satisfaction in watching trying to watch a game of the team I'm a fan of and Clayton there's some dude on Twitter that since the game wouldn't load I kept getting on Twitter and everyone else is getting the same problems and there's there's some like U.S. Open Cup organizer or the league or the tournament that keeps posting like aggressively apologetic things like no this is great everything's gonna work the stream will be bu- be up any minute. Don't worry. Isn't it great that everything's free now? And it's like, dude, just shut up. Just no. This is quit all. Trying to, quit trying to sell your product, man. Your product sucks. Yeah. Because you're not you even gotta... Like, we didn't have to pay for it, you know? And, and maybe, maybe we could, maybe like the people that are trying to be glass have was like, dude, you're not even paying for it. So just, you know, just take well, it. Come that's on. That's what man. I got on, tw- on Twitter tonight, waiting with my kids before we were going to record. The guy's back posting about the round of 16 and like saying, um, you know, how it's how great it is that it's free. And last year, everyone complained it was on ESPN. But, dude, like, don't like uh, a banana's a banana. Like, it's a crappy stream. And I like anything is better than what we got in that game. Correct. Yeah. And 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 it seems to me but it's hard for me to be able to say with 100% certainty it seemed like those 20 or 30 minutes were i wouldn't say are were the were great soccer but there were lots of chances that we were missing yeah. like there were like in the first half they had like you know Marcina talked at the end about oh how we dominated the second half and outshot them and all this that and the other but like it seemed like they were like they were you know having shots deflected and far was making crazy good saves and corner yeah. kicks and you know and and like and we were we had some chances too 
and I just, I just couldn't, I just couldn't, you know, pay attention. Couldn't get into it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, all I remember from that game, you're right. Pretty even game. It wasn't their starting lineup. We hyped all the guys that we wanted to see. Almost none of them played. Um, and you just got one individual mistake. Shannon Gomez didn't go. All right, Matthew, are we back? Yeah, Clayton, I don't know what happened. Someone got cut somebody, off. My... Somebody, call, somebody called me. Somebody called uh, me. And I guess no thing, Clayton. I guess my technology or my use of technology isn't good enough to know how to not have that interrupt our broadcast. But anyway. Same thing. Go, go, going, back to what, going back to what you're, I, you were saying, something about the all I remember is blank. Shannon Gomez didn't get to the 50-50 ball first. Fafa Pico ran by him, committed harder, won the ball, played it into an easy and empty net goal. And I mean, a well. Yeah, I, I would, I would categorize, I would categorize the goal differently. Uh, Shannon Gomez got to the ball. He didn't do anything with it. He just got the ball stripped from him. And yeah. he like, he, he got caught in between like, oh, I can play out of this and I should just fucking hammer it 20 rows up. Yeah, easily could have done that and didn't do it. Yeah, so that was bothersome. disappointing. Yeah, and you know we've been noticing it. We mentioned it on the pod that he hadn't looked good, and sure enough, Saturday night he didn't start. So I think that's yeah. recognition that he's not doing his best right now. Good, good point. Good point. And um, but you know what? I mean, we play, we played them, we played them hard. I'm granted all every single one of the players that we mentioned for them to keep to keep an eye out on uh, didn't play for <laughs> didn't yeah. play for Nashville. I had. Yeah. I had Fafa Pico written down I, when I first looked at their website, but then there, they had so many other ones. I was like, well, that guy's been around for 20 years, you know, like, I mean, but obviously he's still good enough to, to do what he did. Yeah. His class showed through and, but yeah, I mean, we played well, right? Yes. Generally. We, we, we how about this? We competed really well, you know, That's like exactly right. I, I, we, we, uh, we, we matched their intensity. They, you know, we, we, whatever we lacked in in classiness like the effort was there you know some finishing maybe from kai kamara yes. whatever, whatever, whatever that guy yes name is. karuniak yeah kai karuniak and it's an entirely different story entirely different yep. story you know yeah totally and i thought and i thought like when i saw the lineup when both him and kamari smith i was like well shit they're playing. They're one of them's playing for their job. One of them. One of them's going to get to stay. One of them's not. You know. Well, uh, we haven't seen Kai since. I don't know if we'll be around long. Yeah, because so, we're just signing well, forwards like they're free at the buff pop at the buffet line. Yeah, is that something worth mentioning? How many players have we signed since we potted last time in the last week? Two. two? Well, we had already gotten Sam, right? Who yeah, else? Yeah, that we was. Get? Oh, we got then, this Minnesota forward. Yeah, and then uh, the the guy with uh, maybe like the Nigerian name or an African kind of sounding name is that him? The Do you mean the Montreal midfielder or the Minnesota forward? There we go. I think there's been two. Then I think the Montreal guy yeah. is is Montreal guy looks talented. 18, 19 year old prospect yes. has already played a bit in MLS. There you go. Now you're remind. Now you're reminding me. Yes, very young and already somewhat pedigreed for somebody so yeah. young. A lot yeah. like Dan Sinclair back in his day, huh? Uh, yes, maybe, maybe, maybe. Is he the one that that played for? Oh yeah, played both for whatever country he's original Moroccan. I think maybe he's Moroccan. Yeah, that's right. Has played for both the Moroccan national team, like under twenty, like yeah. under twenty national team, and the Canadian under twenty national team. So yeah, and then some forward from uh, from Minnesota who, in our crazy busy week, I haven't, I don't remember his name, but he's supposed to be fast. Whoever he is, yes, I know exactly. I know what I know what you're talking about, but still, nobody in the back. So weird. We have two healthy center backs. How many players do you think we've signed in the last month or two, Clayton? Six or seven? Ten? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, more. Uh, yeah, I, I don't Parker, know, man. Parker, Sam, I'm Hernandez. Yeah, okay, six at the least, and no extra center backs. It's it's curious. I don't know, man. I don't know. So, so Nashville. So short turnaround, Nashville, and then we come off that disappointment. Come up against a last place team that we talked about, right? Three draws yeah. or four. A, a win. No, four three draws, draws and a loss. Four draws and a loss. Yeah, I kept like there's got to be a win in there somewhere. Nope. Uh, <laughs> nope. 
four four draws and a loss. And did when did you get there? At what point in the game did you get there? After the third minute, double PK saves. After the twelfth minute, Las Vegas goal. In about the fifteenth minute, I got there, and then Christian Perano scored in the first half, forty second minute, and that's your final one one. There you go. What that's about you? Good, that's, that's a good recap. I yeah. watched. I I watched that night, but I was drifting in and out of sleep. So <laughs> like I I this is this game is kind of a dreamy. It's kind of like a like a fear and loathing in Las Vegas, you know, it's like uh, like memory for me with regards to the game. So I think I woke up and we take a penalty kick or I saw one and then maybe drifted off to sleep and then we're taking one again. Explain that. What happened? Well, let me just say a little thing that is I went to the game and to me, the second half is kind of a faded dream. Very unmemorable. Uh, I told you or before we before we started recording that I don't know how much there is to talk about because there's a few events that we're going to talk about, but there's not a lot. Okay, so the PK, uh, double PK. Do you want me to go through the three things? Yeah, please. First, somebody with a nice steal plays it instantly forward. I believe it's Pirano in front of Nico Nico, not Castillo. What's his name? Nico. Hanson? Hanson. Yeah, sorry, my notes are crazy. Nico <laughs> Hanson. Nico takes a great touch. He's going to make a sh- get a shot, maybe finish, and put us in the lead in about the mm, one minute and 45 second mark, maybe. So right off the bat, gets taken down from behind, clear PK, clears day. The, then the interesting part starts. Uh, I wasn't there, but I got told a lot of versions of this. This is two PKs now where it's not – you're seeing something, which is the pecking order is a little unclear because uh, Pirano really wants the PK, and Jorge Hernandez somehow ends up with the ball. Well, and, and, the re- we, said, and we said last week the, the, the penalty that, uh, that Pirano made was not a great shot. That's right, and if you think back to last year, who's our number one PK taker on the team? Was it uh, – was it uh, PC? Yeah. And the only times I remember PC being hurt, Tainer took the kick. Yeah, I do remember that with the big left. So with the, with the big left coming in with the big yeah. left. So boom, the top two guys are out. Maloney's the captain, and him and Pirano had had words the week before trying to decide who's going to take it. This time, I, on the replay, Hansen gives the ball to Hernandez and like rubs his head. Hernandez really wants it. Isn't a dinner run? Isn't a dinner run on the field? He is. He started. Yeah, man. He, he I, didn't take our PKs last year either. I, know. I don't know why Nico Castillo, Nico Hansen doesn't take it, Clayton. I mean, he did, didn't he? No, Jorge Hernandez takes it. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. So, yeah, man. I, I, I think, I, I think I just let Sam get off, like get off to a fast start, you know. And say, yeah, well, Jorge's just little supposed wonder wonder kid too, you know. It's yeah. wonderkin kind. Here's the deal, man. Um, and I don't know if now's the time to talk about it, but but we've got three of the exact same player. Aren't aren't Whoa. aren't aren't Loera, Jorge Hernandez, and Pirano all the same guy? Yes, and I, I told the- you. There's a lot of frustration out there, Clayton. A lot of the fans are frustrated on Twitter, in the stands, in the press conference. And I don't want to get into wah, wah, wah. Why aren't we winning like it's some kind of freaking birthright? But I do want to talk about why we're not winning, like, reasons. And there's one reason. We have three of the same guy who play one position. Yeah, that's a, like. If, that's if, like having if, three point guards in the NBA. Yeah, and, and as we all know, they don't even have positions in the NBA anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, And they, they can sub in the NBA. And in soccer, you only get to start and sub five people. So you can't that, just bring one in for a spell. That's a, that's a good point. Like, uh, you know, it's we're not seeing like a like for like. Like like we see Jorge Hernandez come on, then Pirano, then, you know, then Loera or something like that. And Loera mm-hmm. was hurt. Loera was on the injury, injury report. But, but I think people that watch the game or watch the team, know know what we're talking about that like 
A, they and this they kind of look alike. They're built the exact same. They play they play the exact same way. They they do the exact same thing. They're Describe what like, they do. I'd say that they're mini me versions of each other, but they're all mini me's. You know, <laughs> they're varying heights of attacking center mids who can dribble, pass, and score a goal. But in soccer, you only get one of those. You can't have three attacking, goal scoring, passing guys. It just doesn't work. Unless we change our system. That's what I'm saying. And our system doesn't even, doesn't even. Um, it doesn't really have one of those guys in it. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't cater to, to, to that style of play, does it? Not at all. So is, so is that, you said, we, we said we wanted to talk tactics and try to put a, put a, put a reason or a, um, or a why, just, just not like, what the hell, man? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and like. So when, def- when defense attorneys come to me and they like, they don't have like a real, <laughs> le- real like legal argument to make. They just go, "Come on, dude, be cool." You know, like, <laughs> like, like we we want to try to do the opposite of that. You know, I mean, I think what we're th- what this what SAFC is trying to do is just sign good players, and I think in the long run, it's going to shake out. We're going to hit our rhythm, and it's going to get better. But when right. you sign three guys to, that play the exact same position. It's like having three goalkeepers last year. You only get one goalkeeper on the field. So it's kind of like just signing backup heart surgeons when you only need to have one heart surgery. Yeah. You, it's kind of like sometimes you look at me skeptically when I when I do my old school. Well, just put the 11 best guys out there, you know? Can't do that with these guys. Yeah, there we go. And not, <laughs> and not in the system that we play. And we're not yeah. going to – we're not changing the system right now. Like, we're, we're at a, our plan A – is our plan A, and even if it's not at his best, we're sticking with plan A, right? We don't really have a plan B right now, do we? I know. We got two healthy center backs and three healthy attacking center mids, and we're playing three center backs every game and one attacking center mid. Yeah. So, And he's not even playing attacking center mid. He's kind of playing out wide. Yeah, ex- exactly. Like, that's what they're doing. So, so we're, they're not all playing in the middle. Like, you know, like Pirano's on the left and Hernandez is on the right and then – you know, whoever's in the middle, like, well, yeah. Valero wasn't there, but, but people understand what we're saying is that we've got three of the exact same player in a system that doesn't um, value that, that, that player all that much. Right. Yeah. And here's, can I identify a problem from the first half? Yes, please. Um, you've got Hernandez and Pirano on the field. It's like having Jordan with Kobe on the field and your only other midfielder they were kind of pl- both playing left and right in the midfield, like you said, is Abu, who's great and wonderful and awesome, but he's the only defensive player in the whole middle third, and he just can't cover. I mean, he's that's not him. There we go. Maybe- there, that brings us to another tactical point that I was thinking about when you said you wanted to talk tactics. Our system is premised on pressuring their back line in a coordinated kind of uh, kind of killer whale orca type attack right and then once they do that and the midfielders see them start to start to swarm and get on their guys their job then is to try to bump up in front of any players in the midfield that could receive the ball on the ground would you agree with that kind of like to 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 cut off that pass on the ground to force the other team to try to then bypass the second line and try to play into their into their front runners' feet. Does that so, does that does that kind of sound like what we you think collectively we are trying to do when the other team has the ball? Yes. For the non soccer listeners out there, that means when the other team is in their end with the ball, when their defenders want to pass the ball, we try and take away everything but the long ball. We want yeah, we, we don't want them to be able to play any easy pass. We want to shut down every easy option so that they have to play this. Either we steal it because they're too preoccupied because they panic or they play some meaningless crap that we instantly intercept and attack with. Right. For people that are familiar with American football, we want Ooh. our midfielders to jump the route. You know what I'm saying? We're, we want that. We're we blitzing. Want them, hey, we want, we're blitzing yes, we want, every play, Clayton. Yeah. We want them to scoop and score is what we're, is what we're trying to do. <laughs> every and, uh, damn play we blitz and we try to get a pick six. That is the best analogy we've ever said about the SAFC system because we're old Dimitri. If you're listening out there, soccer dad, Dimitri, another possible donut dad. uh, Like when we get, 
when they play a screen pass, it makes us look real bad because we be blitzing. Yeah. So when when they go to the other side of the field and and throw a bubble screen, now we're beat. We're cooked and we gotta run real far to get back. Right. So going so going back then to to how it applies to the personnel we have right now and the mm. the, the people he's putting on the field. So first of all, a bunch of new personnel playing together. Yeah. yeah. So that's so that that's something I don't know if that's considered tactics. But that may explain why the tactics aren't work aren't up to what we're used to seeing. Yes, that's on my that's number one on my list is no familiarity. So I don't know. You know, when when we podcast, we know each other well. So when you are kind of fumbling, I know that you're fumbling, and so I can pick up and just talk about my dog or something. Right. We we talked we, about it. At our the, team at, doesn't have that this year. We talked about it at the beginning of the season, like in those first couple of games. Corey Hayes and Abu didn't look like they were on the same page. Remember, like like Abu wasn't starting at the same. Then right. when he came on, him and Jacory, him and Jacory Hayes did not look like they were in sync because they hadn't played together. But after two or three games, they figured it out. They got their little signals, and they looked better. But we have that all over the field now. You got Isaiah Parker starting at left back. You got Big Sam starting his first game up top. Got Jorge Hernandez, who hasn't played a game since October in the midfield with Pirano. And even Zico Bailey's only been here for about a month. Yeah. You know, you're you're all right on and like and those guys have to be coordinated about when they're stepping up, where what space they're stepping into, or are they stepping in front of a man? Or if they're gonna go help go for a loose ball, is the other guy gonna slide over and take 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 his spot and you know, and kind of ch- ch- like choke out, go anaconda, go anaconda policy, and just kind of choke out where the ball is at, and choke out that side of the field. That's not easy. That's not easy to do. You're you're totally right, though, because second half, every damn time, it was so predictable. We'd press, and they'd pass it five yards left or right of Abu to an open center midfielder every damn time, and there's nothing he could do. Just and, he's outnumbered two or three to one. Yeah, and then and and then. I'll take I'll go to the back line now and if if you're trying to force that team if you're trying to force the opposing team to play a long ball to not play an easy ball to play one that's not going to be a high percentage for them to keep possession like we unlike what we had last year where we had Kamiri or Fabian Garcia or Tainer playing in the middle of our back 3 we got Connor Maloney playing in the middle of our back 3 that can't can't jump over people and win headers without fouling them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and like that, that's a lot of what our defense is premised on is, you know, the, the, yeah. Algerian, the Algerian trumpet or the Moroccan trumpet or, or, reach or, around. or, or reach Tainer, around. yeah, the reach, the reach around or Tainer just winning every header, Fabian Garcia winning every header and, and sending the ball back the opposite direction. You know what I'm saying? Now, now it's just a little bit easier for them to win a flick on or for them to be able to hold the ball up in the middle. And this isn't a knock against Maloney. You know, it's it's not his fault that his physical height is what is what it is. But but I mean, like, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to send the ball back the other way as quickly as possible, right? I mean, I told you at one of those games we were watching live that I saw the team practicing the res- the the youth team. And I, the back three were doing a drill, and I guess you just call it like the wall. We want our back three to be a big brick wall that's just going to be there tight together that you're not going – if it goes over, Jordan Fark gets it. And anything in front of it, you're just going to eat up and get rid of and get out. And Yeah, like it's – Connor it's, Maloney is a very low fence. I think Angie it, could jump over Connie Maloney. It's, it's old school. It's old school. It's Pong. It's pre even it's even pre, <laughs> totally it's pre Atari like we're totally. we're, playing, we're, we're playing pong in the in the back <laughs> we're playing pong in the back on the back line and don't forget uh, Lamar Batista another is another new player and we're used to Mitch Tainer there we're used to the the Moroccan reach around on the other side and their goal comes from a Batista mistake that Tainer doesn't make. So ex- explain that. So I only vaguely remember their goal. Oh well, we haven't even talked about the PKs. Okay. Do we yeah. want to keep? Do we want to keep evaluating problem areas, or do we want to get into 
No, like if if we if we're talking about the game for the little bit that we're going to, and we think that one of the uh, tactical issues comes Good. up, we can bring it Good. up. Good. Okay. Well, let's start with then uh, PK or their goal. You tell me. Okay. Uh, PK, go back to PK. Boom. PK first save. Jorge Hernandez takes the ball, keeps it, hits it. Great PK. The keeper makes a great save to his left, and incorrectly by the replay because you see the keeper's foot is on the line but the assistant referee says the keeper left the line early i checked with i checked with our goalkeeper that's always some some jive ass some jive ass to begin with and then and then if their foot is actually really on the line that's some really bad mojo you know what i'm saying there's a picture on twitter and i took another picture on the espn feed when i was watching it during my lunch break and I sent it to our goalie consultant, Alejandro, I hope you're listening, and our ref consultant, Oliver. And both of them said, foot's on the line. In soccer, the rule is only one body part has to be touching the line, and the goalie is doing that. So by the rule book, we didn't deserve a second chance. But we got it, and? But we got it, and Jorge Hernandez steps up again and gets saved on a terrible PK right to the keeper's right. Yeah, Clayton. I remember I remember the second one for some reason. I don't remember why. And I, I, I know why. Because you never take both PKs if you miss the first one. Yeah. Never. Right? Yeah, that's kind of like we talk about unwritten rules in, in baseball. And yeah. uh, it's kind of, a, kind of an unwritten rule of soccer. 100%. I was shocked to see it in the replay. Yeah. And, okay, this brings up a problem I have with what's going wrong. Frick, no, 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 no. Jorge Hernandez, who the hell are you? Who, and I would use stronger language if the five-year-olds weren't listening. (laughs) Why the, you know what, is new guy Jorge Hernandez, get the freak out of here, bro. There are leaders on this team. If you're not going to let it, if you're not going to let a dinner on take it, then, then let, then Maloney should just, Maloney should just take it. Maloney should see that this is a problem that there are so too many new guys and just step up and take it. We said he played, he played striker in college, right? He, he did. What about Fabian Garcia? Yeah. Thank you. Great. What shout. about Christian Pirano, the guy who just scored last game and is providing our only threat on the whole field right now. Yeah, no, that's like great, keep him on a shouts. heater. Oh, it was super, super disappointing. Uh, maybe, maybe that's their way of, maybe that was the way of like, well, let's get, Let's get him off the snipe because he's played it. He's played in like yeah. three games now, and he hasn't he's, shown me. He hasn't shown me anything. He's shown me that he looks like garbage. Okay, all right, good. I'm <laughs> glad I'm not misanalyzing or mis misreading everything. Right? Everything I saw in person in the first half when he came out at halftime, I was like, well, number one, I was like, yes, for sure, a hundred percent, he should be off. And number two, did Marcina yank him because of that trash with the PK? Maybe, maybe. All, all I I think I heard the announcers say at some point that uh, he hadn't played in a long time with whatever whatever Belgian league or whatever team he was on. He hadn't played in a long time, like like hadn't sniffed the field for a really long time. Yeah, since October. There you go. That's so, exactly I mean, right. look, he must be good in practice because he's getting on the field and he's playing. And Pirano. Remember, a, a, a comp would be Pirano came back, and he was pretty trash for a month. Yeah, he was. He was. He was woefully out of shape. And you know, you know, he's got the talent. So you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, no, I get it. I get it. I'm not. I'm like, yeah. Let's no, take I, it. Let's, no, no, no. I, I agree. No, no. Let's take, I'm not let's take it out. There's just whining and keep it more as analytic. But but I guess that okay. is kind of analytic. If you need guys in shape also to play this style of game, how about that as well? Okay, fair. Yeah. Well, I say my next thing on my list is no consistency. Like you said about they're not taking out Pirano and putting in Hernandez. They're taking out a center forward and putting in a right forward and playing Sam with Nico. But then one game, it's it's Bailoni starting with Sam. And every game is a new wrinkle for the players to where they don't know. Like last year, we knew Batman and Robin, Maloney and Tainer are going to be our left-sided D, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And it's the there's no consistency of of even just not the whole team necessarily, but like position groups. Who's the center? To, who's our center midfielders? I don't know. 
Well, like who who I'm goes gonna, well with who? I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Marcina a pass on this because because with all these new players, I don't think he can know who his best eleven are right now. Yes, I don't think he should. I okay. agree, but I'm saying why didn't we beat the last place team? Because we got freaking eight new players. No one knows who's who. And they haven't even had any consistency of where they've been playing. Right. Yeah. So I think I, I think we're we're like in the uh, embryo stage right now for this team. Yeah. And we were we were at this we've been at this point a couple of times. When, I know that we've mentioned on the pod where we're like we're like yeah we we I don't know who the best eleven so I and I don't think Marcina does either and mm-hmm. he more often than not obviously more often than not he's figured it out correct. And yes, uh, and it's not bad to have depth. Like I think in the long run, it's going to shake out. Sure, but I mean, what what are we a, a third of the way through the season now? Not even a third, a fourth. Yeah, but you weren't at the game. People are like, "What the hell? We're the champs. Why isn't some uh, uh, friend of the pod texted me like how awful Big Sam had been?" And it's like, bro, it's his first start in six months. Like, give is, the guy, give him some time to gel. Yeah, I think this is what, and not trying to like, this may be what separates people that have oh, watched no. a, lot, watch oh, a no. lot of soccer versus people that don't watch a lot of soccer. You know what I'm saying? Like, there are okay. ebbs and flows. There are there are ups and downs. Like, there's a, there's a reason that only one team, like in the Premier League, has ever been called the Invincibles. You know, like, like. Teams lose, and you know you're not going to win every game. That like, so- especially when when soccer is again, we're like only there's only a few goals scored every game. If you're even lucky to get that, you know. Yeah, but it is tr- it's fair for those people's opinion that like we have been saying nothing but hey, we brought back all of our core, we've got the guys back, we had this record breaking season, and we bring back all our best players. The fans who are at the games are expecting us to win every game. That's for sure. Yeah, and 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 I guess that's that's what I'm getting at. But it also kind of goes to what what I what I've been saying multiple times. Like we got a target on our back. You know what I'm saying? Like we got. Yes. If 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 you want to try to emulate those things, you got to. You know, you, you, it's hard to keep it at eleven all the time. You know, it's hard to keep the volume at eleven. Yeah, and you got to reload and and re redo or else you're not going to get better i get that i get that Uh, 11th minute goal lamar batista as good as he's been yeah play a long ball he just gets casual just like shannon gomez on wednesday night could have played it out could have done a lot of things he gets robbed and yeah center it sorry no no he he gets a he gets away it seems like he gets away with that uh more than most because because he's so athletic and so like lanky and stuff like that. Like he yes. can kind of lull you into, but he did not on this, on this one. <laughs> yeah. And then they center it in Jordan Fargo's down, gets both hands on the ball and it trickles out of his hands. Not his best moment either. Nope. And I guess we've had a couple of those incidents so far this season. Uh, the near, the near post uh, against Monterey mm. Bay. Uh, mm-hmm. And I don't know if there's been any others, but I mean, he was, he was spectacular against Nashville. Like and, there were, yeah. There and were, he's been spectacular. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is not, but, but we, we, but we, we acknowledge, we acknowledge what we acknowledge and, and there is no difference. It doesn't make a difference. And yeah, <laughs> they probably should keep that. He probably should keep that in his hands. Yeah. And then they pass it in the goal on a good little finish. Uh, I mean, it happens. Yep. <sighs> I sure thought we were still going to win because then in the 42nd minute, Christian Pirano with the freaking worldy, just beautiful, man, spectacular. Haven't seen, have we seen him score from set pieces before? I don't know if we have. I'm glad I was in the stadium for that one. It was, yeah. I mean, that was, hit. that was messy esque. I wouldn't say it was, I wouldn't say it was as good as um, Messi versus USA in Houston in the, uh, <laughs> in the Copa America. <laughs> But, um, but reminiscent though, it was, it was similar. It was a poor man's messy. It was a poor man's messy Copa America. I would go with, uh, Pirano as the USL messy. <laughs> do, do, do I get, uh, one of my 10 Christian Pirano makes the opposition look stupid and we all gasp moments since the goalie yeah. actually knocked it in. 
Yeah, but, but I mean, I think he did a good job just getting his hand on it. It was great, but it still was like all the more awesome and humiliating that the keeper gets a hand to it and it still goes in. Yeah, I, I'm sure the keeper would probably say the exact same thing. <laughs> He'd rather not touch it than do that. Well, yeah, exactly. Like it's kind of like you know, I always say like when it's like, do you score that a hit or an error? I'm like, well, did it did it touch his glove? Yeah, then that's an error. You know what I'm saying? Like that's kind of that that's kind of the old school. Like his hand, hand's not strong enough to keep it out. That's that's on him. Yeah, but to take nothing away from the goal, it was great. Should be the goal of the week. Yeah. I, I think once we get that goal, myself, I'm like, we're gonna win three to one now. Like, oh, that's what we all thought. Yeah, I mean, because we and we've we've talked some negative about tactics and stuff like that. We had chances. We we were the we were the dominant team. Yeah, twelve to six on shots. I mean, yes, we were better. I mean, we had the we ball were. in front of their goal a lot, and just kind of like a lot of half chances and yes. a lot of like the, a lot of the the last pass was just lacking. Yes. Chalk it up to familiarity, and it's going to come. I mean, nine goals in eight games, Clayton. This isn't great. Yeah, maybe maybe they uh, maybe they uh, got a little bit too much. Maybe they got a little bit too much fiesta. Maybe they had too many Coscarones cracked over their heads. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I got a couple more tactical things. Okay. Quickly, because we're getting up in time. Are we now? I mean. Having Maloney back in D takes away from our attack. Having him be a center back. Yep, exactly right. And definitely the and definitely the defensive part of the midfield, like we were talking about, like the stepping up in front of people. Because when he's when he's yes. marking, when he's going up and down the line, that the, the playing the ball down the line is never an option for them. They, it's like they, a shut down corner. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is not an option for them. If he doesn't win the ball, there's that's where it ends right there. They're not turning him. They're not, you know, they're either going to foul him or kick it off of him or, or whatever. But, like, he he just shuts he just shuts down that option. Yeah, and also, he's in there because Tainer's out, and we miss Tainer on set pieces. We are just not they've, a threat on set pieces they, right they've now. Tried, they've tried to run the same version of it with, yeah. different, with different people, and uh, Lamar is just is, – Lamar is – Lamar's a great player so far from what we've seen from him, you know, but he, but he, it's not the, not the same as much attainer in the air. Can't do that one. That's for sure. No. Yeah. So that's so, yeah. Um, and then, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, you. I don't see a pattern of play. Like you said, the scoop and score, the pressure, like, I don't see what we're really trying to do. And I think we're just going to have to discover on our own. Maybe this three-game road trip we're about to go on transition, good, perhaps. Good, good well, transition. I love it. So what, what's 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 going on on this? Yeah, like they'll spend some time alone together in the in the in the hotel. You know, there'll be some uh, there'll be some panting. There'll be some uh, some quality Shoney's breakfast bar breakfast <laughs> bar buffets where they can they can get the uh, they get the French toast fingers. They can get the you know the eggs with the the government cheese and the mushrooms and everyone will have a good, good time together and they'll, they'll figure out who they are. How about that? Hey, maybe this weekend starting on Sunday in Vegas, maybe Saturday or Sunday night, they go out and they, they learn a little bit about their teammates. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> maybe that's what it, maybe, maybe coach, maybe to like get him off the schneid to pull a Ted Lasso or, or yes. whatever. Like, you know, maybe they go to the Olympic gardens or, or the, or the cheetah in, uh, in Las, in, in Las Vegas, you know, or, or maybe they, maybe they go see Cirque du Soleil together. And like, they let, isn't Connor Maloney built like all those guys in Cirque du Soleil, like all those little gymnasts, like maybe, <laughs> yes. maybe, maybe they show up at a Cirque du Soleil show and, and Sarge is like swinging around on a giant rubber band or one of those sashes that hangs from the ceiling or something. Have you seen the Ted Lasso Amsterdam episode? Yes. Just watched it. That's what I'm envisioning. The whole team, they put in their opinions, yeah. and then they, they just end up having a freaking pillow fight. Yeah. And, and learning that the best pe best thing you can do sometimes is just be with each other and smile. Yeah. I'm saying I'm saying on in the back-to-back, -back, the swing game with, with Las Vegas, I, I we don't ever really do predictions. I'm predicting a, a good, easy, solid win for us. I really am. Ooh. Yeah. 
I really is that a hopeful prediction. No, not at all. Like I think you can tell my voice. I'm like, no, done deal. Like I don't even need to watch it. Like I'll get the <laughs> I'll get the score flashed up there, and it'll be like four 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 one or something like that. Well, Sunday five o'clock. I hope to watch it because why? It's Sunday five o'clock. Why not? Well, and that's we'll we'll be back from the lake by then, and uh, just want to no. recline on the couch a little bit and uh, and enjoy the enjoy the game. I hope they still have the uh, I still I hope they still have the blackjack tables on the sideline at the, at the at Las, in Las Vegas. Oh yeah, people wanted our proto preview of the opposing teams. That's what someone said at tailgate. There you go. We know the team. We just played them. Same guys. Andrew Carlton, by the way, love seeing that just mane of red hair. God, around. <laughs> I he looks like with in like all uh like if you look at certain defendants uh booking photos throughout the years, <laughs> the ones that are heavy meth users, like watching their faces like decline and like the number of teeth and stuff like that. I feel like Andrew Carlton is one of those defendants like mid like not midway, but pretty early on, like in the the meth like degradation period. <laughs> Someone at the game sitting with me said that he looked like uh like when a former child star is into the convenience yes. store robbing days yes yes he looks like danny <laughs> bonaducci or whatever his name is from the partridge family yeah there you go <laughs> yeah or like the guy from uh the mighty ducks the goalie that like uh like uh yeah the goalie and like the, you always see pictures of him like where are they now and it does not look good so you don't click on the article because you're like hey oh, i don't want to be depressed Here's something, Alan Marcina, put someone on 22, because that guy just controlled the freaking game. Yeah, and he, he was not that good. He just sat in there and was like Steve Morrell, just the inconsistent passing the ball. Maybe we can get a maybe we can get three healthy regular center backs and we can move Sarge back into the in, into the middle. I'd almost I'd almost hmm. rather see him in the middle right now. Hmm. I'd rather That's, see PC back and yeah. Sarge back and Maloney. Then we'll talk. Yeah, I get it. I, I know what you're saying. All right, so we're at we're in Las Vegas. Let's see some blackjack tables and uh, and let's get a win. Um, I wonder if they'll do the helicopter that drops money during the game like they used it, to. Also, it seems like a it seems like a party at wherever party. At wherever they play. Yeah. Ooh, somebody brought this up to me. Maybe it was you. Um, what are they gonna do when the Oakland A's move there? Oh. You're not on our Twitter. We got fact-checked by Royce, our Royal Cup preview homie. They they were selling Fiesta medals somewhere in the stadium behind some concourse by some Raspa stand. So, I mean, that's not exactly big publicity, number one. And number two, there's a new AAA ballpark in Vegas that's pretty new. So, A's will play there, not at Cashman. Okay. All right. So, we – we were just kind of like hopeful, like, ooh, this will be exciting and fun to figure out, like, where they'll play. You know, like, like. Because they're such a crap franchise. Like, they could close next week in the middle of the season and neither of us would be surprised. No, exactly. Like, they, they've never been good. The only time we ever mention them is, like, when they're doing some wild promotion or blackjack tables on the sideline or the yeah. fact that they have 19 uniforms in one season. Like, that's the only, that's the only time we ever talk about them. Super minor or, or league. Eric Winalda. Eric Winalda, yes. that clown, is their coach. Well, dude, I'll point it out. Their coach is annoying as hell. What did he do? He just goes up and down the sideline shouting and yelling and pointing. And like, you know, when a coach gets animated, that's him for 90 minutes, the, animated the whole uh, time. Uh, and it's yeah. just like, dude, at some point, you get tuned out. You're not, you can't a... always be tuned in. Right. You can't be at 11 all the time. Yeah. By the way, did you notice our coach that got the yellow card? Yes, the assistant coach. Is that the new assistant coach that we have? It is, and I swear they hired him just to get yellows. He went <laughs> five yards on the wrong side of half field, ignored the referee, ignored the fourth official. Even when he was getting the yellow, he kept shouting instructions to, to our players on the field as though the referee were not, like, carding him in the act of carding him. He's pretty it's, yoked. He's pretty yoked, too. Yeah, I no me gusta. Like it was wait. He was at eleven, and then it was very clear he got back to Marcina and De La Madrid, and they were like, "Good job." <laughs> <laughs> right, but like that—that's like, oh, you, you don't ever do that again. Wink, wink. You know. 
it was it was minor league. I didn't like that. Don't hire like a coach when, just to get your yellow cards for you. Like when Pop, like when Popovich tells one of his many assistants that are now all head coaches, like, here you go. This is your chance, dude. Go go get a tag. Like, give me your give me your that best. Is, like, let me let me see what you let me see what you can do. That is exactly what happened. That is well said. <laughs> um, Clayton, I think we are at about 46 minutes by my clock. No, 56 minutes. Okay. Let's so, uh, just you, b- you sent out we... an update. I don't Ooh. think we need to do anything. I forgot to mention. Go, go. Say something then. We are on a three game road trip. So also away at Charleston and Detroit, SAFC. So that's the next three. Yep. Puto pick four standings. Caroline is dominating by a few points. You and me right there around seventh and tenth place. Real yeah. close. You, Becker and Michelle down there chugging it out to see who's going to drink the spatoodle water or wine. You know Around what we should have? Ooh, I have, a, I have a job for intern Josh. Who's, the, who's the biggest mover of the week? The biggest, the biggest, move, the biggest mover, sh- mover shaker. Who's moving on up and who's slumming it? Let's, let's call it that. Who's, who's moving to the penthouse and who's slumming it? Josh, well, each week, if you can, if you have time, give Matthew the uh, – the biggest mover or shaker for the week. <laughs> you want to know our USL mover and shaker? Yeah, that's what I'm getting El Paso. At. El Paso beat San Diego. Yeah, I know. They're now tied with us in fourth place. That's the biggest story in the league because now we are bare, We are right where you had us struggling to host the playoff game. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's where we're at. Um, do you have a free kick, Clayton? Yes, free kick brought to you by Trevino Tile and Ceramics. Three generations, Trevino Tile and Ceramics. Ask for them by name. Thumbs down to the Alma Heights Sports Sam Houston Soccer League. Whoa. That is asking, I know this is controversial. Like, Rat, can you, you speak? Very out? personal. Yeah, I'm an employee of them. So, Th- thumbs down to them. Um, Forcing me to schedule games with coaches and find fields. Like I know these kids, my kids are just five. I know it's 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 not the be all end all of the world. But give me a field and give me a time and and you do the scheduling, please. Don't make me like I got. They're I got making you do that on. now. I got a lot going on. We they've got tournaments going on out at out at Shirts. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so so they're they're making us like find call contact the coach and figure out where we can play and when we can play and and like come on man like you know I, I'm a volunteer make it as easy on me as possible please. You know I've been complaining about that all year for my team. It's just yes. a headache. It's so just that, I don't that's too much power. I just need to know where to go and where to be and do the things. Yeah, I That's I, your I'm, job. I'm in the middle of a, I'm in the middle of a murder trial now and I'm Well and I'm trying to, like, you know, I'm getting texts like, hey, we got to figure this out. And I'm like, man, Michelle, can you figure, you're the team manager. Please just figure this out. Like, I'm part of the talent, right? The donuts are the talent. And I'm the coach. Like, I just need to show up and be the talent, you know? I agree. <laughs> I am 100% with you, even though I am, empl- I am an employee of the Alma High Sports Commission. <laughs> <Houston League. laughs> I've we been said, begging we for that. We, we want to be critical of the things that we love, and we want the things to be better. And that's why we're critical. And we want to be local. Yeah. Yeah. I have a question for you for my free kick. Lay it on me. Wrexham was promoted. I, I hope we talked about this. They're up to the third, the, the League Two in England next year. Who wins in a friendly, neutral site? SAFC or Wrexham? Woo! Love it. Absolutely <laughs> love it. Um, are we playing at the race course or at Toyota Field? Oh, neutral site, you said. Neutral, neutral site. site. We're playing in Dubai. But give me okay. a sec. Give me a sec. Let me think of my answer. I'm going to write it down. Who do I think wins? I have no – I uh, have – Hold on, hold on, hold on. I need – okay, go ahead. I'm taking – I'm taking SAFC on a uh, on a Sam Adineron goal because um, the center back Hayden guy that I love so much gets hurt and then Sam breaks away. With it whenever his replacement has to come on. SAFC one, Wrexham nil. Mm. I will go against you and say Wrexham because right now, Clayton, we're not beating anyone. <laughs> but we've got no anything, answer. We've got no answer probably for Paul Mullen and for Ollie Palmer. Those, Super those, Paul those, Mullen. That's a twosome. 
and and if they bring Ollie Palmer on in the 60 minutes, he he's probably he's probably if Tanner's hurt, he's probably getting a goal in the air against us. I'm happy that we split because I think it's funny and interesting and not an obvious answer. This summer we're playing Sunderland though, so maybe we'll get a little bit of an answer right then. Sunderland, Sunderland was right on the edge of getting playing to go up to the Premiership. I don't know. They if are, doing. but Wrexham's got a bunch of guys that just came from the Championship too. Yeah. All right, where are we at, Matthew? We're at Buenos Noches, Clayton. Buenos Noches, San Antonio.